future. I want to commend you on your bravery. I mean, admitting you have an addiction is never easy, especially when you do it publicly. So Chanel, Birkin, Dior, APs, five-star hotels, vacations. Now last year, how much did you say you spent on women? Probably like, uh, let's see, around two, three. Two, three thousand? It's not so bad. Uh, three million. Million? Yeah. Like, every time I see a beautiful woman, I have to splurge, I have to spoil them. I'm realizing that I have this problem right now. I need help. When was the last time you went on one of these sprees? Crazy what's to do. Out of work. Shit on this motherfucker. Oh, oh shit, what the fuck is this? Hey motherfuckers, welcome back to the $20 sack pyramid. I'm your host, motherfucking OG Henny Lope, and we're back with our two final contestants. Duck motherfucking mouth and Bootney Lee Farnsworth. They'll be playing for a $20 sack of Endo and a $35 gift certificate to the Compton Swap Meet. All right, y'all bitches got 30 seconds to answer five motherfucking questions. Lonnie, you ready with that clock? We'll let the games begin. All right, man. We got to do that shit, man. Hell yeah, man. We can do Fuck that shit right now. We got to do that shit right now. Okay, you ready? Hell yeah, man. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Endo, uh, uh, Cabby, uh, Buddha, uh, uh, Hocus Pocus, oh, things that people smoke, right, that's it, uh, uh, oh, oh, fuck me in the ass, oh, oh, uh, step to me and let me suck your dick, uh, oh, uh, things that Tim Dogg yeah, that's it right there, oh, yeah, come on, keep going, man, yeah, uh, BC Iris, uh, TVs and shit, all them socks and shit, all that box in your room and shit. Oh, oh shit, I came up on loot. That's it, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, uh, in Vogue, uh, shit. uh, yeah, bitches, Ellie, Ellie Berry, uh, uh, uh bad yo, bitches. yo, yo, Annie Clarice. Oh, bitches, I want to fuck. That's it right there, oh, okay, that's okay. it. Come on, get back Okay, okay, uh, 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 I know Doc. Uh, 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 Drake, Drake, gonna do my music uh, and shit. Uh, uh snooping uh, me, be going oh, to the swap. Oh, 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 I know that, I know that. Things that niggas be saying to get the pussy. That's it, right? Oh, that's, oh, that's, it. that's it, that's it. Alright, get my motherfucking wig. Get my motherfucking wig.
Desert, man. New Music Fridays, rest in heaven. Damn. We got two RIPs that happened over the last 24 hours. Matter of fact, over the last 12 hours, shit. First off, you know, I want to send an RIP to Kevin Samuels. Um, if y'all didn't know, uh, the self-help guru and content creator um, passed away from what is to be said at heart, a heart attack. Now, this shit is kind of sketchy to me. You know what I'm saying about how he died? You know, I don't know. I mean... I'm open to conspiracy theories. I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those situations going on. I'm not trying to imply that the woman who called 911 is a murderer, but you got to look at all possibilities, especially in the field that he was in because um, he got famous by um, doing a video or whatever, right? And it went viral where he told this woman that she was average when she was trying to look for a man that made a shit ton of money basically and you know he had been doing videos like that for men and he wasn't popping but when he did this woman like this you know this woman that didn't necessarily look attractive I'm gonna say Try to uh, have too high of an expectation. You know, he basically broke that lady down <laughs> in a nutshell. And he's he was very controversial. You know, it was entertaining. You know, watching his shows. You know, listening to some of his messages and stuff like that. I was 50-50 with it. But, you know, it was the entertainment for me that brought me over to, uh, to Kevin Samuels. Not necessarily every piece of advice he gave was accurate. But some of the shit he said was like, I was like, whoa. I never even thought about certain things from that perspective. crazy about it like there there are women out there celebrating this man's passing there must be the uh the chicks that uh that he was calling average that's celebrating that because man you know y'all wasn't keeping this same energy when rush Lim limbaugh died but y'all celebrating the death of a black man that was actually trying to help y'all men and women he was just trying to help y'all scary ass <laughs> you know what I'm saying but yeah rest in peace to Kevin Samuels man your content you know, I looked at him as a fellow content creator, and his content will definitely live on. And then, whoo, even sadder news, sadder news coming from Cali. 
R&B singer Jewel passed away today. Um, it hasn't been said what she died of yet, but you know, I could tell in her interviews that her health wasn't necessarily the best. But you know, she had just started doing interviews with this content creator that does Tupac related work called The Art of Dialogue. And her interviews, you know, even her other interviews that I listened to, you know, because I read her book. Joelle came out with a book. I forgot what it was called, but I read the motherfucker. And her book was crazy, bro. Her book was fire. I definitely, it, it was a great read. I definitely enjoyed her book. I loved her voice. I love Joelle Capels, man. You know, she, damn, man. I loved her interviews. I liked her charisma. I liked her uh, music and stuff. Even though she never properly released her debut album, uh, Black Diamond for Death Row. You know, it's, um, it's pretty much on the internet. And it was pretty decent. I'm not sure if that's what she wanted to go with, though. But, you know, in her previous interview, she said that, um, you know, she was happy that the music was being heard, even though she wanted it released when she wanted it released, which was like back in 94, 95-ish. But yeah, Joelle was a singer that was uh, originally signed to Ruthless Records. And then she moved on once Dr. Dre signed on with Death Row. She became like a background singer mainly. You know, she's known for being on Dre Day. She's uh, known for being on um, What's My Name. She's known for being on by Snoop Dogg, uh, Tupac, um, Thug Passion. known for being on the NWA Niggas for Life album on the skits and doing background vocals on I'd Rather Fuck You. She's known for doing For the Love of Money by Bone Thugs. Man, that's just fucked up, man. She she still can sing to this day, too. Like, when she would just, like, bust out singing in the interviews. Like, I definitely love the story that she told about, you know, Joelle battling the outlaws and Tupac. And she was just singing and rapping and shit like that. I just loved the way that she told the story. Rest in peace, Queen. Rest in peace, Queen Joelle, man. Damn. We losing everybody, man. You gotta... You better enjoy the people that you fuck with for as long as they on earth. Because you never know, man. Especially those that make you happy. Cause you never know, man. You just never know. So rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Rest in peace to Joel. Two dope ass people. Now let's get into the music. Now since we staying on the music topic. All right, Ella May released her second album today called Heart on My Sleeve. Now Ella May had an uphill battle on beating her self-titled debut album. I'm not sure if that's what she wanted to do or that's what she was trying to do or was she trying to make, to create new content 
to create new content. Now, Heart on My Sleeve definitely has um, songs that are that fit the title well. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of dark love songs on here. You know, it's about a lot of breakup songs on here. I don't know. Is this al- album about my nigga Tatum, dog? <laughs> it's speculation. I'm joking. I'm joking. Now let's start off with trying. Um, trying. I like this. I like the concept of the song because Ella May is giving her man credit, even though he lacks in certain areas and stuff. At least he goes out there and tries to do certain things. Now, not another love song. This song was released last year, and I listened to it again today, and it's definitely one of my favorites. I love this song. It's just a a a, a, a song about a girl who is is a little bit shook to reveal her feelings for somebody. Didn't say featuring Lotto. Man, this is a single. Lotto verse was fire. Lotto verse was fire. And the track is just beautiful, man. Like this album, you know, it's, it's, you know, the first album reminds you about maybe late 90s, early 2000s. This album reminds me of the early 2000s in mid-2000s as far as sound goes. Break My Heart. Um, This was cool. This was cool. Fallen Angel. Yo, it was good to hear my nigga, the God, the genius, Kirk Franklin, on the track with the choir and shit. Fallen Angel was a really good song, man. I enjoyed it. Which leads into How. How with Roddy Rich. I love this song. I love the sampling. I love the sound of it. Pieces. I like this song too. It's a very catchy song. Definitely got some pop appeal to it. Don't fuck me up. <laughs> it's um it's it's actually the single off the album. Excuse my abstinence. But it's crazy though, man. I mean, don't fuck me up is just simple. It's just a girl that's like, you know, don't I I've had my heart broken before. Like she said on this song, like, if a person was to break my heart, it would be you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's what you want. Um, Hyde. Um, I wasn't necessarily a big fan of Hyde. It definitely reminds me of Naked. Uh, it's kind of like a knockoff version of her song Naked on her first album. But I wasn't really feeling Naked like that. Power of a Woman. I love the vibe of this song. I love the backdrop of the song, y'all. A mess with Lucky Day. I mean, it's it, it's pretty. It's it feels pretty good to hear these two on the same song. You know, they're kind of in the same lane of R&B. You know, Lucky Day. You know, he's one of the uh, R&B niggas out here that 
puts out good R&B. So it's good to hear these two on a duet together. Feels like, man, it's another song with movie trailer appeal, pop appeal. It's a very catchy song. I love Feels Like. This shit dope. Leave You Alone. I wasn't a big fan of this song. It's probably the weakest one. But that doesn't mean like it's like god awful though. Sink or Swim. That was pretty dope. I mean it was cool to have Mary J. Blige talking at the end. Fading Out. This shit was also all just alright. But all in all, I mean, it's hard to be the classic like LMA. You know what I'm saying? But this album is a good collection of songs and definitely uh, a good R&B project released this year. Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. I'm going to be honest with you. This first album might have been a classic album, bro. I'm not going to front and lie. That album was amazing. Especially from the, a production standpoint. And, his, and, and of course the rhymes and the lyrics and all that shit. But. Can Jack Harlow survive... The sophomore slump. LMA survived it. LMA definitely survived the sophomore slump. Talk of the town. Um, this was a pretty good intro. Not upset at this one. Not upset at all. Young Harleazy. I like the beat. I definitely like the beat. That's about all I like, though. The rhymes seem pretty basic. You know, the only good part about this song was Snoop Dogg talking on it. And, you know. about all I'd do anything to make you smile this was a decent song this is a decent song I like it man I like it but it's too short that nigga was going on that bitch and then it just gonna cut off first class now let's talk about first class for a second um I have, you know, this 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 made it to number 1 on the Billboard charts. This was number 1 on on Billboard. And I was wondering like why? I mean, I did hear a preview of the beat, but I never heard the song in its entirety until today. And let me tell you something. It's worthy of being a hit record, but a number 1 hit? I don't know about that. 
I think it's slightly, just a little tiny bit, little tiny onions, overrated a little bit. But this song is good, though. It's really good, though. And I like the concept, I like the beat, and I like the sampling on it. You know, the sample is what drew me in to like, okay, I want to hear this song now. You know, so I finally wait, I just waited until the album to hear the song in its entirety for the first time. Dua Lipa. Another dope-ass song that's just too short. And and that plays a theme throughout the album. You know, bring back the third verse, y'all. Bring back the third verse. But Side Piece actually bought back the third verse. Side Piece is definitely one of my favorite songs on here, if not my favorite. Jack Harlow wild as fuck for this. Even though what messed up the song to me was the second part. The first part was crazy. It was dope. And I love the beautiful sample. I love how they, you know, changed the voice up a little bit. Movie star with Pharrell. I was kind of disappointed in this song. The beat was okay. Jack Harlow killed it. But Pharrell, I don't know, man. I, I think shit, this this shouldn't have been on the album. Little secret. Um, that was mid. That was super mid. Wasn't a fan of this song. I got a shot. Timberland. I I just re- wow. That does sound like Timberland though. That's fire. That is fire, bro. That I like. I got a shot. That joint is catchy right there. That's a catchy song. Churchill Downs featuring Drake. Everybody's talking about this fucking song. Everybody and they mama. Now, I will be a man and admit this. Drake's verse verse is pretty good. But the push of this is are so fucking mid to me. It's just like, dude, if you wanted to bring your best, you should have bought your best four, four years ago. You admitted defeat to this man, but I understand when he said, um, I got to get him back for that, get him back for that L you took. So I understood that I was cool with that line, but it's like, come on, man, this was a long time ago. And even Pusha T said that that verse sounds like it's old, but Jack Harlow versus on here was Jack Harlow first verse was crazy though he was neck and neck with drake like a blade of glass oh my god bro bring back the third verse bring back the third verse like a blade of grass was fire definitely my type of vibe definitely my type of vibe bro And then it's only like a minute and 45 seconds or some shit like that. That's hella disrespectful, y'all. And then Timberland delivers another banger. Called Parent Trap with Justin Timberlake. This was dope. This is a dope-ass song, man. I I fuck with this one. Poison featuring Lil Wayne. Jack Harlow kind of washed Wheezy F Baby on here. Not gonna hold you up. 
Harlow kind of washed up Wayne on this song, bro. I'm not saying this to be uh, malicious, but Poison was a, a, a okay song because of um, Jack Harlow's verses. Now, Nail Tech, this is a, also a song that's charted a lot on the uh, on the Billboard charts. I see that shit when I look it up. Haven't looked at the charts this week, but I saw. But on earlier charts, I seen Nail Tech, and this did not live up to the hype for me. This song was was, was mid. I was not feeling Nail Tech, but State Fair. Now that's how you close out an album, sir. State Fair was tough. That shit was hot fire, hot fire. All in all, Jack Harlow survives the sophomore slump. But I don't know. Some of these songs could have been replaced with better ones. You know, I wasn't a fan of Nail Tech. Poison could have been left off. Little Secret could have been left off. Movie Star could have been left off. But the rest of it is pretty decent, though. The rest of it I would have kept, though. Now, let's move on to the last album review, Meth Lab Season 3 to Rehab by Method Man. Now, Method Man um, has a history of not putting out good albums. I mean, the original Tikal is a classic. We all know that. Tikal 2000, Judgment Day, that was a pretty decent album. Takao Zero, the prequel, that was all right. 421, the day after, you know, that's when I that's when I stopped listening to listening to Method Man albums. I think that was the last good Method Man album. 421, the day after, because it had, you know, 421 and Takao Zero, the prequel, has some joints on both of them. But I haven't missed listened to a Method Man album in a minute. So let's go down the line here. Stop crying. Um Meh. I was I was surprised. I, I wasn't feeling it with Capadonna. So I thought Capadonna and Meth would have went harder than they went on Stop Crying. Meth's verse was solid though. I, I thought Capadonna was gonna snap on here. I ain't gonna hold you. But speaking of snapping, butterfly effect with RJ Payne. Now, this is real hip-hop right here. These niggas was going in, snapping. We know R.J. Payne. That nigga is a lyrical, miracle, spiritual-ass nigga. So, you knew Meth and him was going to go crazy. Black Off Ops featuring Hands On. Meth's verse was okay, but I wasn't necessarily feeling the hook. But I like some of the bars on there. Guillotine, that's Vintage Method Man. That is Vintage Method Man, Mr. Meth. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was going crazy on that bitch. Live from the Meth Lab featuring Jojo Pellegrino, Karis, One, and Red Man. Woo-wee! Red Man, Method Man, KRS, them niggas bodied the fuck out of this shit. Dumb niggas killed that shit, bro. 
Switch sides featuring Eddie I, Jadakiss, and Power. Jadakiss could just continues to never have a bad verse. Like I've never heard a bad verse from Kiss, like ever in life. And uh Power is Method Man's son. And that's dope. You know, that's cool. Um, Act Up featuring Power. I wasn't necessarily feeling that one. Training Day. That was pretty good. King of New York featuring Carlton Fisk and Chunk Bizza. Wasn't feeling that one either. Now, fine. God with Intel and Iron Mike. These niggas flew off the handle on this record. All three of them just... The bars was just out of control. The last two minutes featuring Iron Mike, mid KASE featuring Carlton Fisk and Hands On, fire. That was a great closer. All in all, this Meth Project, um, this Method Man project was uh, pretty good. This is the best Method Man album since 421 the day uh, after, in my personal opinion. But this is King Known Uncensored, New Music Fridays, Rest in Heaven, and I'm gone.